This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, man. Well, you ready to get this? You ready to get this thing rolling, Michael? Let's do it. All right, man. Well, Mike, appreciate you coming back on the Hunt Stand podcast. We're filling up Fridays today, and we're going to be talking deer. We're going to be talking whitetail activity. We're going to be giving the folks some tips and everything. And I know you've been on the podcast before, but just real quick, kind of give the folks a little uh, skinny on Michael Lee, real quick, man. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for having me on, Will. I appreciate the time, man. Um, Michael Lee, that's me been doing this uh stuff called backwoods life on tv for about 18 years now and been in the industry for about 20 so been around a minute uh shot a few deer here and there and a few turkeys and stuff like that and had a lot of fun yeah <laughs> just a few right just a few just, just a, a few. just a few well man the the purpose of these episodes this time of year we're going to be getting some rut reports as soon as november gets in the swing of things but for this last week of october I want to give the listeners a white tail activity report. And specifically, I want to do it in the Southeast, and you've been hunting Kentucky of late. And so kind of tell us, man, what have you been seeing in terms of white tail activity and action? How have these deer been acting right now for you? Well, the, the weather's been crazy, to say the least. So uh, just got back from Kentucky myself last night. Was up there for uh, about five or six days. The colder temperatures that we had kind of kicked things off. The deer moving pretty good, seeing mm-hmm. a lot of deer, and then it warmed up and it just shut them down. But the the acorns are raining down up there right now. I mean, white oaks are dropping. Like you have to wear a helmet if you're going hunt close to them. It's gonna <laughs> hurt that bad. So <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh yeah. Well, man, it's it's kind of crazy how you know this warm weather and acorns have been shutting deer down. You know, I've been seeing some similar stuff in Texas. I've kind of been hearing some similar things from other parts of the nation. And so, you've kind of been seeing that limited activity. And you know, have you found any success in the past week or so? Or you know, what have you been doing to try and you know maximize your time in the woods? 
Well, it's it's that time of year. Like a lot of people, I think they they call it the October lull. Yeah. But what I what I call an October lull, it's not really a lull in deer activity. It's just that time of the year where we're in a big transition where the rut's not quite fired off good yet, mm-hmm. and the bucks especially are hammering the food sources. And we still got a lot of you know greenery in the woods. There's still a little bit of browse out there. You know, we, we've even had a couple frosts and stuff, but. Um, we haven't, you know, hit hit it hard enough to deter, I guess, them from browsing as much. The acorns are falling, like I said. So deer can literally get up out of their bed. They can walk around, you know, may may, not, may go, even go 50 yards and, and feed in the woods with no problem. And then closer to the evenings, if they want to hit a field, they got plenty of crops still out there. You know, corn and beans are still standing. So mm-hmm. I think it's just the perfect time for a whitetail to just gorge themselves on food and that creates a lull because they don't have to go walk by your stand to get there there's so much out there right now you know so it's a it's a chess match yeah man i i couldn't agree with you more i mean it's it's insane just how this time of year you you can get frustrated easily right and i've been experiencing that myself because i think my deer are doing exactly what you just described you know they're mm-hmm. just they're getting up mm-hmm. and they're maybe moving fifty yards and then they just go right back to bed. So, yeah, and, and even even in states, you know, like like here in Texas and we were up there in Kentucky. And I mean, you can hunt over bait in both yeah. these states, but I, I, and people talk about how oh man, you hunt over bait, it's so easy. I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, when <laughs> deer will walk through a pile of corn to go eat acorns, they, I've seen it happen. Like uh-huh. they don't care anything about it, you know. So bait. It is a, it's a good thing, in my opinion, depending on your goals. But at the end of the day, it's not a cure-all. You know, it's not just going to mean you go out there and just slam deer because you got a corn pile out. Oh, exactly, man. It's it's funny you say that because I have actually turned feeders off on our place here in Texas. Yeah. You know, because corn was starting to pile up, and so we just let the pigs hammer it, clean out underneath it because we got a lot of pigs. But you know, it's funny that you say that because. People, they think like right now I've I've got a project that I'm trying to film and I just have to get a doe, man. That's, that's the crazy thing about this is the way that our place is set up. It's really set up to hunt November, December, January. And, uh, I haven't hunted too much this time of year just because of what I'm going through right now. And people are like, man, you're in Texas and you can't get a deer down. I'm like, you would not believe the acorns. We've been fighting the full moon up until this week and it's, it's just the deer don't need to come to where I am. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure that out myself, but yeah, it's, it's been a little crazy, man. And so with this October lull talk, right, you know, we're talking deer just don't have to move much. The bucks are gorging themselves. You know, what kind of advice would you give that hunter that's hearing this or they're experiencing the same thing and they're headed to the stand this weekend? My my biggest advice is, uh, from from even here in Georgia, we've, we've got a lot of different terrain in the state, but we've got a lot of acorn flats and ridges and white oaks and stuff like that. Yeah, I think if you can identify the right acorn tree, you're going to be really successful. Um, of course, you know weather has a play a factor. I mean, it's 80 degrees here today, so I mean it's it's terrible for that. Oh but, man. Um, yeah, it's it's rough, but. You know, I think um, targeting the right areas, and and I know it's hard to you know dictate which tree might be the better than the other tree or whatever. Yeah. But deer, you know, they're lazy, man. They don't want to do a whole lot if they don't have to. So if you've got an acorn flat or you know a, a nice white oak or heck, live oaks, water oaks, whatever oaks you've got available, and you know that they're dropping acorns right now and they're close to a bedding area, mm. try to get in there tight. That's 
I've had great success over the years. We have a lot of pine plantations down here, but we would hunt the, the biggest white oaks that were as close to the thickest pine plantations that we could just get in there as, as much cover, right to as much cover as possible um, without, you know, disturbing the area, you know, playing the wind right, making sure you got all those variables in check, but um, finding those right trees. And, and a tip that my dad taught me a long time ago, especially on, on trees such as white oak trees, yeah. when the leaves start to change, uh, the oaks that hold on to their acorns and have the most acorns will lose their leaves last. So that's a tip that uh, I've found true everywhere I've gone. Okay, that's I have never heard that before. That's that's a until good... I saw. I mean, I I literally saw it in Kentucky. Like all the leaves were changing, everything up there is falling off, just raining down leaves. And the white oaks that we were hunting that had just, I mean, tons of acorns falling off, still had a lot of green leaves on them compared to the rest of the trees around them. Dad gum, man, that's a good little nugget for all the listeners to pick up on. I never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give that. Yeah, check that out. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I've, I've seen it so many times. I think there's something to that. Hey, I believe you. I believe you. So, have you seen any of your deer starting to act any kind of ruddy at all, or have you seen any indication that the rut's going to be kicking off for you in the next week or two? Yeah, I've got um, a couple cameras on scrape sites. Um, they're they're not too far from feeding areas, but they're really active scrapes, and I've seen. In the last couple of weeks, which we've been really, really dry here, I think that hurts scrape, act, acti- scrape activity a lot. But mm-hmm. um, I've seen bucks hitting scrapes pretty good on camera right now. So I think they're getting ready. Uh, and these are this is a group of like four scrapes under a couple of trees. So I know it's like a community scrape area. It's not okay. just one buck running through this territory. Then that's what I like to find. I mean, I like to find those giant scrapes that are you know close to feeding areas or on the edges of food plots or whatever, because most every buck that comes through there is going to hit it. Um, so that's what I do a lot of my scouting on and I'll know what, you know, who's kind of running the roost in that area. And they're hitting them pretty good right now. I got some pretty cool trail cam videos of bucks working them and the branches over them. So, uh, I, I don't think we're too far off. Usually Halloween is really early rut for us here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of November and they'll start checking those and then they'll go hard, uh, all the way to almost Thanksgiving. And then it's kind of, they're trying to find those last few does that, that, that come in before they, they shut down. And then, of course, you have a that little January upkick for the does that didn't get bred. But right. uh, I think we're not too far off. Man, do you like to hunt those scrapes at all? I do, actually. Um, it, it's, a, it's a I think, a high-risk, high-reward because there's most scrape activity that I've seen over the, my lifetime anyway is at night, especially mm-hmm. on your mature bucks. But you never know. I mean, if you get the right does in the area or the right weather conditions, uh, I like to hunt them right after a rain. I think that's, you know, a lot of people do that, that, you know, kind of pick up them bucks coming back in to freshen them up, clean yep. them out. And, you know, they're, they're, shop, they're shopping for those does. So they got to stay on their A game. But I, I really like these community scrape spots because that's, you don't ever know who's going to show up on that one. You're not just hunting, you know, uh, I will say if you've got a big buck identified and you can find his scrape line, then that could work. But, um, again, most of the scrape activities at night. So, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, well, man, this is, this is all good, uh, reporting out from your neck of the woods. I love it. Uh, hopefully we got somebody that's listening out there to this today and, uh, they're going to take this and go get them a buck this weekend or hopefully get close at least. So man, just appreciate you taking the time to hop on the podcast with me real quick today and talk deer and whitetail activity, man. I appreciate it. Will. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Good luck out there. Hopefully, uh, 
the tide will turn for you and those acorns will, will dry up and them bucks will start doing right for you man i'm trying everything i've i'm, I'm a superstitious guy when it comes to, to deer hunting i used to be with bass fishing too, too you know like with bass fishing they say don't ever put a banana in the boat <laughs> yep. <laughs> with, with with deer hunting, I like uh, I had a big long beard going for a little bit, so I decided to trim that thing up, and uh, hopefully that will change my luck here before soon. So, but yeah, man. Well, I think uh, I think I think I think one uh, last time we talked, I told you about my lucky underwear. Right? Yeah, you're a superstitious guy too, man. You got them lucky yeah. underwear. That's right. Don't don't forget about it, man. I mean, it's, it's always an option. You just got to find the right pair. Man, I might have to figure that out. I'll have to change up underwear tonight before I go or clip my toenails or something. We'll figure it out. So. Right on, man. Well, appreciate it, Michael. I will talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Thanks. Well, good luck, bud.